This weekend, we continue our sermon series of hard questions from the Gospel of Matthew. Last weekend, the question was of greatness, as in, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? It's interesting to see how many different times that the disciples argued about who was on top and how often they fought over that position. Jesus finally had to show them the kind of greatness that he was looking for in his own people by washing their feet. This was a task reserved for the lowest of the slaves since the yuck stuck to one's feet at that time was not dusty dust, but rather manure and other unpleasant things that ran in the streets and the walkways of the first century. This coming weekend, the hard question again comes from the disciples and again, Jesus will redirect their thinking to a much harder answer than they had expected. The next question that we will consider then is from Peter who asked Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And he has a very generous reply to his own question. Peter answered his own question by saying, well, how about seven times? You know, and that does sound like a bigger number than what huh, I actually give people. And it is a laudable number for anyone with a short fuse and is easily angered. I have a running joke with one of our members of the church who has been counting the number of times that I have personally needed forgiveness from him because I've given him bad information as he was to read that Sunday and I gave him the wrong readings. I've used up at least two times, maybe more than that, of my seven times with him. But when the hurt is real and when it is severe, the number may be closer to zero. In the Old Testament reading from Genesis 50 that you will hear this weekend, we have a real-life example of a blatant abuse of power and a family member who was almost killed by his siblings. You will remember how Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, had 12 sons, and these 12 would eventually become the 12 tribes of Israel. You will remember how Jacob favored one of his sons by the name of Joseph. And this led to the resentment of all the other sons, so much that they thought about killing him. Instead, they just sold him as a slave to some slave traders heading to Egypt. And then they told their dad, oh, Joseph, I think he was killed by an animal. Here's his bloody cloak that you gave him. Remember that nice multicolored one? Yeah, well, I think an animal got him. Yeah, this is about as dysfunctional as family life gets with jealousy, lies, betrayal unto death. Joseph, he had to endure years and years of suffering because of his brother's actions against him. But through it all, God used this evil for good and the saving of many lives, even the brothers' own lives. But family dysfunction and the sins of the past never really go away completely. And Joseph's brothers feared that he was just playing the long game with them and would eventually bring his revenge on them once their father died. And sure enough, many years later, as their father neared death, the brothers began to panic. Now, is this the moment that Joseph has been waiting for? Our judgment day has come. And just like in the past, they tried to manipulate the events so that they would get their way. 
And so they tried to put words in their dying father's mouth, hoping that, you know, Joseph would have mercy on them for their father's sake. But something was very different about Joseph. He had really forgiven his brothers. He wasn't playing the long game of revenge or any other kind of game. He had forgiven them from his heart, which means that in his heart it was open and tender toward his brothers, even though they had not deserved his mercy. Well, why and how could Joseph forgive them? They tried to kill him. They hated him as a kid. They, they sold him as a slave where his life was very hard and desperate for many years. But even so, he forgave them. Why? Because he knew that he was not in the place of God, and he told them that. That's, why un, that's what unforgiveness does. It places us in God's judgment seat as if we know all things like God, and we are above all judgment ourselves. Joseph had been living in the grace and the care of God while he suffered in Egypt. He experienced for himself undeserved grace and love from God and, and living close to the heart of God had formed his heart into a grace giver. God is the one who gave Joseph the power and the willingness to forgive and more than just release his brothers from, from revenge or banishment, but to also draw them close and really, really love them again. Well, this coming weekend will be a time for God to continue the work of shaping our hearts for the very same giving of undeserved grace and forgiveness. The message will focus not on Genesis reading, but on the gospel reading from Matthew 18, verses 21 to 35. Now, I, I share that in case you want to read it before the weekend, kind of get yourself ready. I mean, this would be also a good time to pray that God would use His Word in your heart and in the hearts of all who hear the message to do that shaping. So, I hope to see you all in Bible study and worship this weekend. We had a great start to all of our Sunday morning Bible classes last week, and we now offer on both campuses a full lineup of Sunday morning classes for our little preschooler up through the high schooler, along with adult Bible classes, both campuses. So blessings on your weekend. See you all later.